Putting together a resume for a job can turn into a job itself. It can help you or harm you depending on what you do or don't include on it. I've got some advice on choosing the right type and the right content. Starting out or starting over. Advice to reach your career goals. This is In Motion. Gail Rubin Kunish works with her Inspiration Group consulting firm to help displaced workers rejoin the workforce and advise people just starting out. Gail, what's the first thing that people need to consider in writing a resume that, well, maybe it's the last thing they'd think about? Greg, it's the format. What is the right format to put it in? There are actually three, chronological, functional, or hybrid. Never thought about the idea that there would be more than one way to do a resume. Chronological, we'll start with that one. I get that. That's in order, time-wise, whether it's from your earliest job to your last job or going from your last job to your earliest. So I think we kind of understand that one. That's a basic concept. But what are the other two, the functional and hybrid? Functional is one that focuses on skills that are quantifiable on the resume. Hybrid is a combination of the functional, which is a focus on the skills, and the chronological, which lists the work experience in chronological order. Of the three, which would you say is probably the best choice for a basic, just writing a resume? These days, I would say it's the hybrid because with the electronic scanning systems that are used with talent acquisition, uh, they are looking for skill sets on the resume, things that are quantified in the experience. And then actual HR people are looking for chronological lists of employment. Gail, we've covered chronological, we've covered functional, we just talked a little bit about hybrid, which is kind of a combination of the two. How do you choose what to include on any of these? First of all, you want to start with a summary of qualifications, which is some other kind of descriptive sentences linked together in a paragraph that are other than the qualified skills. Things like if you wrote a grant, how much that grant was worth, let's say it was $500,000 and you wrote and won that grant, how that grant was used, it was used for training purposes, how was it used? to train counselors to be certified in their field. Other things that you can list are computer skills, like Microsoft Windows, Microsoft Office. Well, let's go back to qualifications. You said you can include those, but do you want to include all of your qualifications or a summary? What you want to do is have at the top of the resume a summary of qualifications that is, that is descriptive, and then underneath your uh, skills and qualifications, you want to have quantified things. Like if you were the top sales leader for a quarter in your field, then you want to list that in numbers. Um, if you were uh, the most, if you prospected the most times in, in, if you were the leading prospector in your group, you want to put that in there. If you wrote a, re a research paper and it was published, you want to put that in there. In general, when you're combining your, your summary of qualifications and your qualifications, what you're really saying is the summary is pretty much a preview, and then you want to go ahead and break down the qualifications. That's correct. Okay, well, we've added qualifications, and you mentioned skills. What are the difference on a resume between qualifications and skills? Skills have actual numbers and 
items that quantify them. Uh, a summary is just that, a description of what you've done. You might have uh, seen that on the chronological resume as a description of your job's title or a description of the job that you did for for that employer, um, a job description as they talked about it in the past. That would be in your summary. But on your skills, you would see actual numbers, as I mentioned before, increased sales quota by 30%, increased sales prospecting by 40 to 50%, or put salesforce.com um, CRM 200 for the month of February. So you can see that that's very, very quantified. Is it important to include every possible qualification and skill, or should you just tailor that to the job you're applying for? You should always tailor for the job that you're applying for. I know that sounds like a lot of work, Probably, if you're willing to put in the work to tailor for a specific job that you're applying for, you're more likely to get called for an interview. Great advice, Gail. Thank you, Gail Rubin Kunish. She works with the Inspiration Group Consulting, working with displaced workers to help them rejoin the workforce. You can learn more about their work at theinspirationgroupconsulting.com. Next time, we'll finish adding to your resume on InMotion. Thanks for listening.